Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. I'm here at the Irish Tech News Podcast, recording at Bank of Ireland Startup Hub in, in uh, Grand Canal Square. I'm here with Charlie O'Byrne and uh, Emma Driscoll from Engager. How are so, you? Good, thanks. So, guys, hey, Ronan. Hi. Tell us about your background. Um, Engager, I guess, um, was set up last July of 2015, and um, we built a platform to monitor social TV and radio um, analytics, data analytics, and um, we've, I guess, over the past 10 months, been building the software. um, And, yeah, that's pretty much what we're about. Uh, The team consists of myself, who's CEO of, the, CEO of the company, then there's Emma, who's going to be um, head of um, sales, um, Brian Sexton, who will be our CTO, and Martin Crean, who will be head of marketing as well. And I guess with, with Emma's uh, background in the media and RT, it's going to be a great help to you guys. Um, to a certain degree, it, it would help because I'd be working in an industry where I know the importance of of ratings and to the success of a, maybe a second series coming up or um, in general to the success of a show even being kept on air for longer than one or two episodes um, but in terms of obviously trying to get your your product to market and getting clients it still has to stand up against everything that's currently there because you know nobody's going to take something on just because they know you if your product isn't right either so yeah. it's some some places it helps and some doesn't make a huge difference. <laughs> so tell me more about how it actually works. Basically, about how the product works. Yeah. Well, um, the product can do a number of things. So for the purposes of this, I suppose we we'll focus on TV. Um, the idea came from, um, I suppose, working on television concepts and finding that um, ones that seemed to do quite well online didn't seem to make as much of an impact on the the standard um, TV rating system on Nielsen. So we felt that, you know, that that information online needed to be needed to be gathered and it needed to be uh, monitored and so that you can actually realise that there is potential on a series but with a different audience on a different platform. So we decided to look into developing Engager um, so that we could uh, mine all the information that was avail- available socially and then present those as as data to, say, a broadcaster, um, like, for example, RTE, or for, to maybe a, a radio station, um, and any one of the radio stations, really. It could, be, it could be for anyone, and it can also be for brands that might want to follow the traction of their, of their um, product online. And, it, yeah, it seems to just have grown from there. We initially did it for that reason, but then... As we went down, we found that there was other areas that we could branch this product into because, you know, people speak more online than they do in person anymore. Even if you stand in company, the majority of people are looking down at their phone. They're not even conversing with each other. So public conversation happens online digitally more so than face-to-face, and we just wanted to try gather a snapshot of that. Okay, Jerry, you talked to me earlier about, about second screens. How that, that's going to be yeah I mean there's a huge percentage as Emma just said there of people who um, I mean when they're watching um, TV they're also watching their phone or they're tweeting or they're on Facebook um, I mean it's, it's over 50% I mean and, and, and 
there's a mass there's massive power there. I mean, there's 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 potential reach um, for advertisers or for for brands on, on two platforms there. Um, and then also what we we do is we can identify the key demographic that's engaging with that um, with that program that's airing at that at that time, which is which gives transparency um, to both networks and um, advertising agencies on how best to place advertising and how best to sell advertising space. I mean, um, and there's there's a huge benefit in that. Um, so it's it's definitely a, it's something that's growing. And um, I was reading an article yesterday that um, it's still it's still a growing thing. I mean, I don't think it's ever going to stop. I think the new generations that are coming in are all going to be nearly born with a phone in their yeah. in their hands. So um, so it's definitely um, a, a hot space at the moment. You know, what about referendum or basically elections? Could you use that to basically tell 100%, people? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something. As Emma said, it, 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 this this product. I mean, we're we're focusing this and building this for television because we want it to fit and work for television and build it for the end user um, and for radio. Um, but but also, I mean, further down the line, what we can do is we can we can use the software to monitor. I mean, campaigns, how successful the sentiment of the campaign, sentiment for each party. Um, I mean, there, there, there's I guess a load of different um, streams that we can go down but um, for the moment we, we definitely do want to focus on um, where this idea stemmed from and make sure that we're we're building the product with, with that user in mind you know, you know so if somebody for example has made a movie trailer and released it before movies launch could you use that to gauge the audience reaction to it as well on, on movie trailers yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, this is this is another. I mean, there's. I mean, we could do we can do live events. We can do movies. We can do um, and it, it's 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 basically any social engagement with this. We can we can apply it to those areas, um, and 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 we do plan to. But we just need, we do want to focus for the for the time yeah. being on, on making sure that we get the, the television and radio space right. So now that last year with Star Wars, before it was launched, they had trailers going for yeah. the whole year. I mean, look, yeah. we went to South by Southwest um, earlier in the year, myself and Brian. Um, we, we we went to a panel where, I don't know if you're aware of the Mr. Robot TV show, which, is on, HBO, yeah, which is on HBO. Um, and it, it's about the anonymous hacker group. It's, it's, it's grown hugely over the past few couple of seasons. Um, and basically what they did was, before they'd even aired their their pilot and um, they'd secured funding for two, two seasons with HBO and the way they did it was they launched a very strong social media campaign and analysed and identified their super fan base and the key demographic that they were hitting with this now they did that manually they didn't have a software and this yeah. is the software that we've built that will do this for them um, and by bringing that data to the executives within HBO they managed to secure funding for two seasons. I mean, and it's unheard of. It's the first time it's ever happened. So, I mean, this data is extremely powerful. It's extremely useful, um, and it's it's all stemming from the information that we're given um, on on social media. And you're able to go worldwide. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're we're going to push into Ireland, the UK, um, and then yeah, we're gonna we're aiming to push internationally within the next uh, two years. That's so. That's kind of good because if you if you can test in Ireland, the UK first. And next year works. This is it, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and we, as you said, I mean, Emma's, Emma's, um, and, and Martin's wealth of knowledge and experience within this industry, and the team that's actually backing this product is is essential to the power that's going to be behind it. I mean, we have two. We've between Emma and Martin, they've over twenty years experience within um, this this industry. Brian has over ten years experience in in, in tech and business, as a business analyst and software developer, and myself within business and um, business development. So I mean, I think that's I think that's a very important part of it that the team the team was right. I think even ourselves because it's been a learning curve for ourselves too. Like anyone having a startup, 
that the team is the most important Absolutely. part of, of it. That, every, that it's a dynamic team and that everyone has different strengths and that um, we pull all those resources together. And I, I think that's been, I think, one of our biggest assets. I, I'm sure Charlie would agree with that, that we've Definitely. discovered that among us that we, we were able to achieve most of the things that we needed to. And um, to anyone with a startup, I think that's the most important thing to have is to have a dynamic Team There's no point and diversity. Having, and no point in having a kitchen with ten chefs and yeah. all cut desserts. You know, um, it, we we have a, a strong team, and, and it's, it's it, we all bring something to the table that's um, different, and, and it's a, it's a massive strength. You know, and it's something that I definitely would say to anyone that's looking at a startup is to make sure that the team has a diverse um, kind of ability. Yeah, I've team. seen Gary's attitude. Just have all guys who are the sales. Yeah, and my view is that's great, but how would they get any further? All you do is yeah. selling. And a sales guy isn't going to be able to do anything else but sell. And the problem is, if you're trying to sell something with product, if you do a hard sell, they don't know who you are or anything about you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 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 a fundamental. Like, it's it's a must. It's a necessity for when you're you're, you're growing something to have a team that's um, diverse and that each person brings something unique and um, powerful to the table. You know, because I think it's important as well that the person who's um, the person who's selling effectively has worked in the industry that they're like they've worked in the industry that they're actually selling to that they understand what the customer is looking for and they're prepared to get that for them not to just make assumptions about what they need but we've done we've done our proper research and as well as myself and Martin haven't worked in the media industry for for a long time for way too long I'm making myself feel old um, like it just it just means that you can bring everything to the table that they need because we've been across the table on numerous occasions hearing what they need and um, you know oh, we'd really like to hear this we'd really like more of this and that and we're able to bring that to the product now so it's um it's a good advantage because yeah, a customer in the end is what they want not what you want them to have and if, yeah. if you hear that what they're just telling you you can say yeah we can give you that Rather than you tell them what you want with their um, house. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the fundamental thing here is that we're, I mean, we're, at, we're early enough at this stage. I mean, we have the first phase of the software built, but we're, we want to be very hands-on now with the industry to make sure that we're building this. That's what I said to you earlier is that we're, we want to be very focused on, on, on this industry and hands-on the industry and get the feedback from the industry to make sure that we're building the product to fit them and, yeah. and, and that it works for them rather than us uh, trying to assume that we know best. I mean, Martin and Emma's years experience is invaluable, you know, but um, but we still want to make sure that we're, yeah. we're, we're touching base on that as well. Because I've seen guys that build a product and it works for one set, one key group, but they try and think, well, it works for them, work for everybody else. Yeah. They find she hoard in elsewhere and you can't do that. Yeah. No, 100%. Each, um, each avenue is different and that's why even for the purposes of this, we said we'd focus on TV because it's it's a very different dynamic even for a radio even though that's not broadcasting but it's it's a different dynamic and um, brands is a totally different thing again and online again completely different and that's why we want to make each area distinct and tailor it for each distinct area because that's you know we're listening to feedback and that seems to be it that each person I, like if I was a broadcaster I wouldn't really want a product that tried to be all things to all people with the one product, I'd like someone who was able to tailor it directly for me so that I knew I was getting the best value for my money as well. And I guess if you get a product and you're aiming it for like a talent show, for example, and also show in politics, different than graphics as well. Mm. So how do you make sure that it, fits for, it works with each one as well? How do you make sure? Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, I suppose a 
lot of it can come down to the design as well of the um, the UI design, um, so that there's separate areas for different categories to go, and that each area is is distinct for them. Um, and then I suppose speaking to them about the drill down features that are most important to them, like for example the election side of things, I'm sure we would be more interested um, in our sentiment feature rather than our cross comparative or cross comparative. Uh, part where we can compare and um, say what's happening at nine o'clock on a Friday night across all the channels, and um, so the they'd be they'd be more interested in knowing what the sentiment was. So there's a, a separate section where they can specifically go into drill down on sentiment. It's all great to know on an election how many people are talking about someone and using that as evidence that that must be the most popular politician. But in fact, it might be case that they're speaking about them but they're not saying anything positive so it's there's different features for different people and we will we will cater to each area and if and whatever they're looking for we'll make sure that we have that feature specifically for their category this there is a lot of work in trying to do that because it can't be all things to all people and you guess if that you're doing is covering a sports event people are getting drunk during the event how do you Determine basically who's sober. He's not sober, so you get the right audience. <laughs> um, in terms you of just language, and yeah. everyone's drunk. I guess no. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, watching like level like like uh, the All Ireland final rugby. Yeah, across live events, there's a couple of challenges. I mean, I mean, the rugby is going to be location is is not going to be. You're not going to get people just in Ireland. Yeah. I mean, there's some people watching abroad as well. So, um, in terms of making sure that, like, there are certain challenges like that where, I mean, sarcasm, to make sure that the sentiment tool can recognise sarcasm and stuff like that. I mean, in Ireland, we're notoriously sarcastic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's extremely difficult. So, what we're going to do is train the software to, to read um, the, the, the tweets and, and identify... Um, double negative positives and stuff like that and, and, um, and, and eventually the more we train the more it will, it'll recognise certain um, I, I would be worried about that anyway don't they say the truth comes out when people are drunk anyway so yeah. Yeah, yeah. so tell us more about the next gen summit you're going to next week next gen yeah 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 I got uh, just by chance I, I happen to be over in New York so um, I'm a registered to attend so yeah it's, it's basically uh, next gen summit it was founded last year um, by two guys who are based in New York. Um, it's for all entrepreneurs under the age of 30, and it's the only, I guess, Young Entrepreneur Summit that is founded by young entrepreneurs, um, and um, all the speakers are, are young entrepreneurs. So it, yeah. it, it's, it's basically about the next generation of um, entrepreneurs that are coming through and the ideas that are there. And I believe the investment panel or the investors that are there have um, 20 million um, under their belts to invest. Um, and there's uh, two days of pitching, so just registered to pitch to them today, um, so that should be fun. And uh, there's a few social events as well, but I definitely would recommend to anyone, I think I might be the only Irish um, startup going over, um, as far as I, saw. I had a look at the, the lineup, but I definitely would recommend it, I had a look at the lineup, um, and it looks like it's definitely worthwhile. So it's, um, it's And who are the judges? Are they people you, you're actually well-known in the area? Um, I have I literally, yeah. as I've just registered last night, I, yeah. I, I have to do all my, uh, I guess, my research on it, but um, I, I would assume they are. I assume yeah. they're, they're, they're a couple of VCs or high, or high net worth or angels or something like that, so... Um, yeah, I'd imagine so, but I need to go do some digging now before I get over there. That's a lot of money as well. Premium dollars, a lot of money to bend it out, so. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, yeah, we will. Um, and do you know what? It was it, to attend. It was actually relatively cheap in terms of. Yeah. Um, it, it was ninety nine dollars, um, and the, we got a discount code, so it's actually not that bad. So I definitely would recommend it to anybody who's who's under under thirty or a young entrepreneur who's, who's looking at going to these sort of events. I find it very like a lot of events that I've gone to, you, you can end up being swallowed up because it's so heavily attended. Yeah. Um, this seems to be quite a unique event where there's around 300, 400 attendees. doesn't seem to be too big. It's in one hotel. Um, and, um, yeah, so it's a good lineup. I guess it was, if you go to a niche, a niche conference, yeah, exactly. it suits you better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 100%. I mean, there's, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's value in going to the larger, um, I guess, well-established conferences, but these... These ones, I think, there's more value because, as I said, you don't you don't end up feeling lost or overwhelmed. I mean, South Southwest was an amazing conference, but it was I constantly felt like I was missing out on something. Yeah. Even though I was probably at a panel that was really worthwhile, I still felt like I was missing out on ten other things. You know, so um, yeah. Guess to get your voice heard in a room. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, what what are your plans for the next couple of years? The plans for the next few years, um, I guess we're, we're, we're going to expand the, the business. We're opening a seed round. Um, for, we had a pre-seed investment from um, the Lucy Fund. Yeah. Um, so, and we put in capital ourselves. Um, so now we're going to be opening our seed round in the next couple of months. Um, so we plan to expand the, 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 the team. Um, we're going to have our tech team based in Limerick with, um, with Brian. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to have a commercial team based in Dublin. Right. Um, so we want to grow, I guess, both of them. We don't want to just focus, as you said, solely on the sales. Yeah. We want to make sure that it's a healthy balance. Um, and for the next year, I guess, push into Ireland and the UK. And the following year, into um, other markets. And offices, well, just keep them in Ireland at the moment, or would expand abroad? For offices, would you expand abroad as well? We will, yeah. I mean, we're going to have to. I mean, we will have to have presence um, in the countries that we're we're going to be working with clients in so um, at some stage I guess we're going to have to set up um, overseas that's good alright thanks Emma that's great thanks for that thanks a lot thanks cheers thanks perfect thanks thanks bye